Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey guys, just before we head into the podcast, just a reminder, if you're in Brisbane, the podcast is coming up to you on March 16 at Hey Bar, so that's Saturday, March 16, 3pm, tickets are at joshearl.com.au slash gigs, go there and get all the tickets, uh, there's only a few left, so getting quick. Uh, also, Melbourne starts very soon. March 28 is the Comedy Festival kicks off with my show, Josh Earl Talks, every night apart from Mondays at the Victoria Hotel, plus the podcast on the Sundays at 3 p.m. at the European Beer Cafe. And if you aren't in any of those places but want to help out the podcast, you can become a Patreon subscriber. That's right. Patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. You'll get a free bonus episode every month, plus uh, new writing every single Friday. So, without any further ado, enjoy this episode. It's very, very funny. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week on the internet I discovered I share my name with a man whose LinkedIn profile says, Class A CDL 40 hour Haswopper. <laughs> Do you know what a Haswopper is? No. no. I had to look it up. Haswopper stands for Hazardous Waste Operations and Emergency Response. So it should actually be Haswoa, <laughs> not Haswopper. Yeah, but is he Aussie? No, no, oh. he, he's from he's from America. All right then. So there you go. Anyway. What if he was Aussie? Yeah, yeah well what then it make, make a bit of sense, you know. You can you could put a little Aussie Aussie spin on it. Yeah. It's a classic Aussie slang. Just put a P has in there. Just put a little whopper. The has whoppers are better. <laughs> <laughs> if this is your first time to the podcast, what I do is I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is a comedian and a writer who last time he was on the show. He gave me my favourite moment of the podcast of 2018 when talking about his Batman tattoo. Yeah. Can you please welcome from Two in the Think Tank and Shusha Podcasts, can you please welcome Alistair Trombley-Birchall. Hello. Hello, everybody. There's a Batman and Robin tattoo, potentially. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it was a lie, though. I didn't. Angus is looking very, like, does, yeah. does Al have a, yeah. Yeah, we, I a wanna, Batman I tattoo? I was excited to maybe see it, but... Yeah. It was, look, it was just something I was considering. <laughs> I never got around to doing it. Shame. Also joining us is a man who, if you thought having two podcasts was a lot of po- podcasts, Al, this next guy has six. Can you please welcome from Plumbing the Death Star, Shut Up a Second, D&D is for Nerds, Oh No a Ghost, Jackson Bailey Spooks America, Unprompted and Unwanted, it is Jackson Bailey, yay! Thank you. Thank you so much. Are they all operational still? Uh, I think Oh No a Ghost is defunct, yeah. but the rest are still going. Person. And Oh No a Ghost lives on in Jackson Bailey Spooks America, so you're basically okay. fine. Right. Our next guest is a comedian and a writer who shares his name with a manager of a Perth Target Ooh. and an insolvency administrator in Essex. Can you please welcome Jack Drews? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Did you know about the Perth Target manager? No, I had no idea. The yeah. only... Um, 
I was going to say doppelganger, but that's not it. That's not it at all. Yeah, I think is it namesake? I'm not sure if it's namesake. Yeah, namesake. Okay. But I, there was a um, there was a book written. The book is called Beijing Craps, and the main character is called Jack Druce, and he gets uh, he gets killed in it at the end. Spoiler alert! Oh, so I thought that was on. the only Jack Druce I knew about. Do you know anything about that book? Yeah, uh, he's addicted to gambling, and his son kills him with a shotgun. At the end. Is this an autobiography you've written? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those um, preemptive autobiographies about what I hope happens. But you're gonna kill your son? No, no, no my gonna... son's gonna kill me. Oh, All right, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you're gonna groom him to do it from the crib. <laughs> and and has it got like one of those double meanings with like Beijing craps? Like you're there, you're you're there, sort of playing, you know, sort of dice. But yeah. then you also shit yourself when your yeah. son shoots you with a yeah. shotgun. <laughs> yeah, well, I think do you shit yourself when you killed with a shotgun from your son? I think Depends. you do shit yeah. yourself when you die. Yeah, yeah. So Elvis died. The... His son came into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be like the epilogue. So I'll do the get the shot and then at the end they'll be like and then I shit myself like craps the game <laughs> and finally is a comedian who shares his name with a Wollongong landscaper and a Canadian barista can you please welcome back to the podcast fan favourite it's Angus Gordon yeah <laughs> fan favourite thank you it's a great I am a fan favourite yeah when self-appointed. I, when I asked Angus to do this, he said yes, as long as you introduce me as fan favorite. <laughs> so I'm hoping if I say it enough, it'll catch on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's working yeah, on yeah. me. Well, I was like, oh, I wonder which yeah. fan. You actually, yeah. When you were on the first time, I had someone from Brisbane say, oh, finally you got Angus on. I was really happy to hear him on the podcast. I know so, who that is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, he'd be listening now, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, please, please keep messaging Josh. Yeah. That's how I get booked. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, our first game tonight is called Social Me, Me, Media, where I read out status updates by the four of you. You have to buzz in and tell me who you think wrote the tweet or Facebook status. If you get it correctly, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person who actually wrote it, they get the point. So you can't buzz in for your own. Your names are your buzzers. First one is this one. Cold case podcasts are good because it's hard to get podcast listeners, so at least the person who committed the murder will probably listen. Alistair. Yes, Alistair. Is that Jack Drews? You are correct. Just point for Al. Yes. Yeah. I love your like your success grunt. Yeah. That that was great. Yeah. yeah. That's the kind of energy you need. I'm just trying to bring. It's great. Yeah. I'm, trying I'm, to bring a lot. I'm here for it. Yeah. You've got six podcasts, Jackson. Is one of them a cold case one? Do you no. Any cr- true crime. Well, not so even Jack- the ghost ones. Jackson Bailey Spooks America is like a terrible version mm-hmm. of because it. it's just I'm like oh I know about this mystery so I kind of half remember it. And then people ask me questions, and I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't know. Yeah. And then people message in, and like, you were wrong about all these things. And I'm like, I never claimed to be right. So <laughs> it's like a terrible version of is that. Is the person claiming that you're wrong always the murderer? Being like, actually, <laughs> this is how I did it. Yeah. You're frustrating me, getting it wrong. I really want like a non-cold case podcast to start solving a murder. It's like, uh, who got you? Mark Maron. It was weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's what he's so bitter about. Yeah. Like he saw a murder in 1988. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to the murderer. So who are you guys? Who yeah, are your yeah. guys? <laughs> okay, question two. Fine, I'll just suck all the incels off if it will make them shut up for just a minute. Alistair. Yes, Alistair. Is that Jackson? You are correct. Yes, another point there for Alistair. <laughs> I had a feeling that anything that has like a like a, like butt fucking <laughs> or sort of... My, t- my tweets tend to follow such a pattern where it's either about Harry Potter or dirty fucking or a combination of the two. Yeah. Well, that's a tip for you too. Yeah, you probably yeah. don't know Jackson yeah, as well. Giving you help here. So I, 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 I did research Potter on an old day. episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, question three. Don't kill baby Hitler. Go back to right when he was conceived and just jerk off his dad. Jack? Yes, Jack. 
Jackson again? No, that was ATV. I really planted that one. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was, that was the strategy. Same. It was like I, I was looking over Josh Earl's shoulder. <laughs> was this after? Who was? Was it Ben Shapiro who kind of talked about killing Hitler? Is that what he? Uh, yeah, I think who, he did. Because he he's it. one of those guys like the Jordan Peterson, mm. Gavin McInnes. Yeah, but he's kind of he's more he's more right wing. I think he's only known for being alt right, but. I, this that was an old thing that I'd written, and I brought it back when it was oh. when it was popular. All right. It was in <laughs> Question four: Thinking of becoming the first man to walk on the moon without a bunch of nerds helping me. Alistair. Yes, Alistair. Angus. No, that was Jack Drews there <sighs> for Effer Jack. Yeah. I think it's a good attainable goal. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just do it with all jocks. Yeah. I think I'll just, you know, just wing it. It'll be fine. I'll just figure it out. How hard could it be? They did it in the 60s. Yeah. You know? They didn't have, like, phones and shit. Get in a rocket, jump around, pick up a rock, oh, go Just get up there, muck around, do a speech. Yeah. The comedian Jared Carmichael believes that it was all fake because he says it only happened in Nixon's administration. What? <laughs> he thinks everything that happened in Nixon's administration was fake. He just thinks America was in a like a low place and they needed something to bring them all together. So let's just fake the moon landing. Yeah. I feel like it's Nixon actually says that on the Watergate tapes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just gone. And they fucking went for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's even if they did fake it, I even think that's cool now. Yeah, yes. like I'm at, equally impressed by impressed it's, by that. If they fake, it's more impressive that that many people can keep a secret for over fifty years. Yeah. yeah. What's weird? Do people who believe we didn't go to the moon believe we have since, or are they like we've never been? Because if we have since, who cares? Yeah, like we did it, you know. But there's mm. like only twenty mm. people who have been to the moon. Well, there's not much up there. <laughs> it's not really worth it, is it? Because Norm Macdonald does a bit that we only know two of their names. Mm. Yeah. Do we all think of them just that? Yeah, I just know the first two. I don't even know the guy who didn't even get out of the. I think all I can think of was Buzz Aldrin. The ship. And I only know Buzz Aldrin because he punched that kid in the face who said no one went to the moon. That was Jared Carmichael. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, question five. I do not recommend seeing any other shows. I do not respect other comedians. Jack? Yes, Jack. Angus Gordon? You are correct. Yes, point there for Jack. Oh. I was going to. I didn't remember writing that, but it felt like something I would yeah. write. <laughs> I think it also had a list of uh, your ticket sales for the for the night. Yeah, it would, would well. have been low. Yeah, no. Although uh, it would have been very high because I'm very funny and a fan favorite. Fan favorite. <laughs> what it was, you, I think the full. Tw- I didn't read the full tweet out or Facebook status. It was like you saying you're noticing lots of other comedians liking these posts, but not coming to support the show. So you're like going, you don't don't see those shows. Don't I, you don't respect other comedians? Yeah. Those yeah. were mental health likes. <laughs> no, they... You go, oh, he seems sad. Let's give him a like. You know. His... No, no. I was saying, um, you know how you see people posting like, you should go see this, mm. should, like other person show, and they'll get like lots of likes, and they seem like a good person with, oh, yeah. who supports other people, not me. No. no, yeah. Well, you know, of course. But also, we do, when when we do like those things, a lot of time it's just so that we, to try and stop comedians committing suicide during this to. during this period. <laughs> <laughs> then their audience will flow into it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Question six: We once thought Usher discovered Justin Bieber, but it turns out somebody was already living there. Justin Bieber. Jack. Yes, Jack. Uh, ATB. You are correct. Yes, another point there for Jack. Yes. Yeah, Jack was was near me when I came up with that idea. <laughs> we, we, we may have been riffing. Yeah, oh. we may have been riffing. So, Angus and Jack arrive together. 
Mm. You two, what, you write in the same room or something? or We just happen to be on a workshop together. Mm. Ah. We meet up for the occasional riff. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Gotta put, one, put a few riffs in the calendar. I like yeah, when I get friends yeah. on. It's good. Okay, question seven. Here's a riddle. What gets wet when it dries? A towel? Nah. Me, because I fucking love drying. Jack? Yes, Jack. Uh, Jackson? No, that was yeah. ATV. Uh. <laughs> He really oh. put you off with saying that Jackson's the only one who t- tweets dirty. And yeah, all yeah. Of the ones I've chosen for... that. Or start believing it now because I've been wrong twice. Yeah. So. <laughs> Do you want to defend uh, your tweet or you want, you're happy with look, it? Look, you know what? I, it's a good tweet. Yeah, oh, great. Well, then, you know, look, I had lots of doubts, so <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. I chose, out of all your tweets, yeah. I chose that one. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. Great. Thank you so much. Question eight. Why does no one want to fuck Mickey Mouse and his friends? Everyone's out here making sexy Sonic OCs, but no one wants to peep at Goofy's dirty cock. Angus. Yes, Angus. Uh, Jackson. You are correct, yes. (laughs) Thank you. I'd love a point. You've got one. (laughs) It's baffling. Everybody out there wants to fuck... Like all mm-hmm. the Looney Tunes characters. No, yeah. No. All the, all, yeah, all the Looney Tunes characters. Nobody wants to fuck the Disney characters. You ever seen like a sexy Mickey Mouse? Never. No. Doesn't but, exist. Yeah. Isn't there like sexy Minnie Mouses though? No. Which is baffling. Maybe it's because Mickey and Donald are sexy enough. <laughs> they're perfect. You don't pieces. need to change them. To <laughs> yeah, or it's like they're so obviously sexy that why even say it? It's like no one's we getting just, like... We all, we're all there. We accept yeah, it. Yeah, no one needs to tweet, oh, I want to have sex with this supermodel. It's just like, yeah, probably. We all want to fuck Mickey. <laughs> Goofy's body, maybe controversial opinion, real easy to picture naked though, right? <laughs> Think about mm. Goofy for a second. Just imagine him nude. I don't know why. For me, that's so easy. It's Mickey kind of, Mouse is hard, but Goofy. But is that because he's already wearing clothes? Where like, so you can take them off in your mind. Yeah, I don't but, know like, what Mickey's, Mickey's not really wearing. He just wears shorts, right? He's what does Mickey's always... groin look like? You know, yeah. there's no bulge in those red shorts. What? Or it's all bulge. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, he might not have le- legs. <laughs> Those are testicles. <laughs> um, can I quickly just interject? This is my favorite goofy fact. I think about this quite a lot. Um, I was in some Wikipedia hole about like um, if Goofy's name was Goofy or if he had a, like an actual name and people just called him Goofy or something. And then there's a lot of conjecture about this online. But if you there's an early episode where early cartoon or something where he has to like sign his name on a form at the bank or something. And the name Goofy puts on the form is a uh, uh, James Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Goofy, James, James Boyd. Boyd. Fuck. Wow. So Goofy's really James Boyd. My favourite cartoon character, James Boyd. <laughs> now, does that make you want to fuck him even more? No. Oh, okay. It's less, if anything. No. It's a very regular name, Goofy. But he does That's have the body. He has the body of like an '80s basketball player. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and I think I think you could. Rodman passes rep- to Boyd. Like, yeah. You could wrap your legs around that. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to go back. I want to go back. So people want to fuck Looney Tunes characters. Well, they want to fuck like well, I don't know. No Looney Tunes. Everybody wants to fuck Sonic the Hedgehog for some reason. Okay. I can't claim to explain that, but everybody's keen for him. You know. Because I always find whenever anyone says, "Hey, do you, what if you could have sex with any cartoon character?" It's just them wanting to say they want to fuck Jessica Rabbit. See, Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, Jessica Rabbit is one. That's the Looney but, Tunes yeah. character. But nobody's out here trying to fuck like Marvel. And the Martian or Yosemite Sam. Betty Boop. Or the Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, question nine. Me and Cinderella, but instead of leaving my glass slippers on the stairs, I lose all of my clothes and fall in a bush exposing my bare ass. Angus. Yes, Angus. Jackson. You are correct again. Yes, <laughs> another point, point. Angus. <laughs> 
But I think you've you've cracked. You've revealed it. his superpower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, and our last question for the round. I like to schedule tweets, so if I die, people will think ghosts are real, and my unfinished business is to tweet some shitty joke about birds. Alistair. Yes, Alistair. Is that Jack Drews? You are correct. Yes, it is Jack Drews. <laughs> yes. Birds <laughs> is a classic Jack Drews word. Yeah, yeah, I think it's um what the relationship you have to um like fucking cartoon characters <laughs> yeah, and sure, stuff. Sure. I have a similar thing with tweeting about birds and stuff. You're just far so, more wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas it, you would fuck that whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. I thought you were going to be like, you'd fuck that bird. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay, and then the round, the scores are Jackson, zero points. Yeah, Didn't get no, a point there. It's pathetic. Angus on two points. Jack on three points. But in the lead on five points is ATB, Alistair Trombley Virtual. This has never happened before. Oh, my God. This has never happened. So I'm, I'm wondering whether it still isn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> you can get your points, though, Yeah, on Here this one, go. Jackson. Because this one is all about Jackson. It's called Road Trip. New round. Same rules. Now, in this round, we're talking about a road trip that Jackson recently took. Now, Jackson here is really into the supernatural and not too long ago went on a trip in northeastern Victoria to look for UFOs. But what discovery did he make instead? Was it A, he and his friend kept on surprising a couple who were having sex in their car? Was it B, the local high school leavers were having their after party, so instead of UFO spotting, Jackson and his friend got super drunk with some teenagers? Or was it C, they found a suitcase full of hen's party supplies, including penis drinking straws, penis glasses, an inflatable man, and a bunch of cheap dildos? A, B, or C, you can ask him as many questions as you want. Hear me up. But he wants you to get it wrong, so he might be leading you astray. Mm-hmm. Right. The floor is open for I questions. <laughs> ask away. Okay, my, you said you kept surprising a couple having sex in the car. How, yes. How many times and how uh how much time passed between each surprise well so we arrived and there was this one section where there was like a dock kind of into the lake and that's where we wanted to go but there was the road kind of curved around in like like a roundabout sort of area near the dock and so the first time we came to park there our headlights illuminated people just going crazy in a car and we presumed we were like oh well we don't want to interrupt their fucking god bless so we went and found a car park and we were like we'll just wait and we waited for like 40 minutes and then we went back and they were still going at it and we spooked them again and then we went back to the car park and then we did about three times and they never left and we assume presumably we just kept on interrupting them and they had to start all the way back at the beginning and we were just ruining their night so about three times right we interrupted them i know that's how sex has always worked for me any <laughs> distraction and I, I get reset back to zero <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then i have to do at least another 40 minutes that's what it yeah. so you like. go right back to the foreplay or you just go back to uh, yeah absolutely i think yeah. we, we put our clothes back on yeah <laughs> and then we we we, have we broached the idea yeah. again and go, what can't... do you say tonight hon i know it's been a while <laughs> Your new condom. Or, yeah. Yeah. I just can't imagine sure. anything that's going to make you keep... Go- like, f- fucking for three hours is... Look, we've all done it, but it's it's <laughs> impressive as well. Yeah. Like, mm. t- t- something was stopping them. They were still going. And, you know, like, for it to continue to sort of be a surprise like that, did you sort of mix it up a little bit? Did you change the direction you were coming <laughs> yeah, from? And did, sort of, yeah. Did you bang, like, a big Dukes of Hazard horn? Kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they never left. By the third mm. time, surely you'd just go. You'd be like, let's fuck elsewhere. Yeah, this is going to keep happening. I mean, maybe- sure they don't want to be seen. Like, yeah. Maybe that's why they... I can't finish until they watch, <laughs> until the boys stay. Can't we get any privacy on the car park near the lake? <laughs> yeah. um, how could you tell that the dildos were cheap 
<laughs> I've, I've seen a lot of dildos in my time. Yeah. I've worked at Sexpo a couple times. I, I know dildos. Okay, and these sure. are the kind of dildos that you would get in like... Um, I don't know if you've ever been to a sexpo, but occasionally you get like a big, uh, like a gift bag or whatever, mm. and in it they'll have like the bottom of the, like it's like three use or whatever. They're it's like, flimsily made. They're more like costume dildos. Yeah, exactly. Than yeah. Actual, you know, dress dildos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. right. So not like a wedding dildo. No, no, yeah, yeah. nothing metal or fancy or in the shape of a scorpion or whatever. Just like right, right. your kind of basic run of the mill dildo. You're not going to be able to. End, like, right? You can't pass it on to your children. No, so yeah. it's not heirloom <laughs> no. territory. Yeah. It's just, yeah, like, basic, pretty... Sh- I mean, look, they didn't look... I didn't pick them up, but they sure. didn't look, um, yeah, particularly expensive. Where did you find the suitcase? Uh, it was kind of in a bush a little bit. And at first, because there was the inflatable guy, the reason we went over to look is we were like, is that a, like... Not a dead mm. body, but yeah. maybe a dead yeah. body. Sure. <laughs> and then we went over and realized that it was just a lot of hand supplies, which I think is a lot more scary almost than a UFO, because, like, where where did they go? Where's the actual hands party? Who just dumps it in a bush and off into the night? Yeah, I can't think of a single reason why people would want to get rid of a, a suitcase full of really embarrassing <laughs> it's stuff. Just so soft. It's just so sneaky. Like, we're out the door of the car, keep driving. I throw in a bin. But yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so we kind of saw the the inflatable man, which we realized was like again as cheap as the dildos. Um, yeah, in a I think bush. A, like a very angry bridesmaid when the bride actually said, "I don't want any big party, I don't want any <laughs> dicks or anything like that," and she's like, oh, "I've got this all." The rest of the yeah, yeah turning around in the back out. of the car full of fake dildos, yeah, yeah. inflatable guys, drive to the lake, yeah. <laughs> Throwing the say. But this hen's night, we look for UFOs. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Been very clear about this from the start. And B, no question about B so far. Well, just, so wait, orders. are you in America in this in this story? So, no, no, no. Where's the lake? Where are you driving to? Uh, it's like northeast Victoria. I forget. It's called like Lake Philip or something. Like Philip. And it, I think in like the eighties, the reason we were going is in the eighties there was a UFO sighting, and we wanted to do something. So I was like, yeah, let's go to the lake, mm. look for UFOs. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what was B? Was he some high school? Oh, it was just kids? like some some kids. I think that had finished like their exams or whatever and we just went up and they were like well obviously we were kind of like wandering around looking for ufos and talking and it was quite late it was like maybe 2 a.m at this point so they were i guess intrigued as to what we were doing they came over we chatted for a little bit and then well found out they were having like a big lake party i guess and so they invited us got drunk a couple of people went in the lake which i I didn't do because it didn't seem clean but yeah, they they seem to enjoy themselves. Um, sure, by me, like at two a.m. and it's hard to tell the cleanliness of a lake. I mean, well, yeah, well, there's some dildos <laughs> hanging around. <laughs> That's yeah. true. The whole yeah. area was pretty filthy, to be honest. It wasn't a nice lake. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, that one feels like that's the, the you know, that's definitely the most just easily doable one. You yeah, know? it's not much you gotta like wrap your head around for a party. Mm. But then again, are you are you coming to Josh Earl and saying this is a story of a thing that happened <laughs> yeah. to me? You going, hey Josh, just want you to let you know that one Guess time I what? went looking for UFOs and I showed up at a lake and there were some teenagers <laughs> yeah. around and uh, you know they you know they'd finished exams. It was actually quite interesting. We had a ch- little chat. I don't know if that is what you're approaching Josh Earl with. This um, I was talking about Angus before. The only thing, what I wanted to do, and I didn't because you're a nice man who's never wronged me, and I'll continue <laughs> to see him. But what I really wanted to do was for my stories that were just like um, 
once I ran out of shower gel, but it was fine because I bought some later. I've so. worked with worse. Yeah. Like, honestly, some people have been on the show so many times that they're like, I've got nothing left, Josh, and so I just go through the Facebook. That's what I would have I just would have went through your Facebook. Yeah, yeah. It's a confronting yeah. experience where you're like, what are the stories that have happened to you? And you're like, maybe nothing's ever happened to me. <laughs> maybe I've gone through life and experienced nothing. So, yeah, um, so I'm thinking that there's definitely, like, A and C have some... Allude uh, like some some kind of like connection to sex. I think. I'm sure. Yeah. Which means something that he would love to make up. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Also, I yeah. love talking about dirty fucking. It's yeah. true. <laughs> That's true. And I guess the teenagers is the one thing where it's like it, it, there was no creativity put in it, Un- unless it's like norm core kind of creativity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, could that is actually the most impressive one to me because he just talked to people and got on with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And they invited him to keep yeah. hanging out with him. Like, yeah. what, what this is an odd story. Yeah. <laughs> One of high so school wanted, students? Yeah, yeah. So you wanted to hang out with young people rather than just look at the stars yeah. by yourself? <laughs> what do we reckon? People think they know what it is? Um, so is it... Um, very sorry, but is it... We're looking for two truths and one false, and we're guessing the false. Just one truth. Just one truth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. And you don't have to guess together. You can Right, right. Individually choose. Um, um, I, I mean, think... Can I... Go ahead. I'd like to. Did you do anything with the like pens party supplies, or did you just leave it? We just left. There, there were dildos. <laughs> I wasn't just going to pick them up and but waggle them around or you, whatever. So you didn't go back to like a sex bow next year and be like, a "Free giveaway." <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> An old wet bag full of dildos. <laughs> They're organic. <laughs> They're not expensive at all. They're cheap. Um. Yeah. I'm going to say C just because I think that you saw the potential dead body and thought there was an episode of a podcast in it. Okay, so Al thinks C. Angus? Uh, I think A. You think A. Angus thinks A. Uh, I also think C. You also think C. The correct answer was A, so a point there for Angus. Two points for Jackson. Boom. Boom. Got a grunt. grunt. So is that true that you... Went up to him three different times yeah. over oh, the course of three hours. And also, where we went to park, there were two other cars which which had people in them. And it was like, I think it was later than 1am. I think it was like three. So I think it was just a dogging hotspot that yeah. we'd found. And there was a whole bunch of people just fucking all around us. And we were innocently trying to find a UFR. Yeah. Night, car parks at night, you know, those are that's the one place where you can go to, to get all your sort of criminal criminality done. <laughs> yeah. In the one place that you think that there wouldn't be any cops. Which, But if I was a cop, that's exactly yeah, where exactly. I would go. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know how you say... You- to you that you think you're startling them but yeah i guess maybe from their perspective they just think you're trying to build up the courage to yeah. join in like, yeah yeah like they're really like they're rooting for you like come on guys it's great the, the fourth time around their doors open yeah. like, you're like a, an invitation you're like a kid trying to climb up to the 10 meter diving board like yeah. and then in the last minute like climbing back yeah. down we were waiting for it because there were two other cars where we parked and we were like is someone going to approach and like knock on the door and be like you you're welcome to come and fuck us like that's but uh, alas, no. They left. I find that rarely mm. happens in life. Well, I mean, it's... people invite you in on them having sex. Yeah, or like you know, any any kind of you know thing that happens in your mind when you're yeah. fantasizing. Mm. <laughs> you know, where people are like, "Hey, you want to have a million dollars and me perform something really fun on you?" <laughs> At the end of the round, of the scores are Jackson on two points. Jack on three points. Angus on three points. It's still on five points. It's ATB. Yes. You, you, you. Oh, wait. So I'm still winning. Yeah, you're still, still winning. Oh, you're in, in charge. Just <laughs> start failing your couple. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's not a front runner. It's 
it's going to come out and you've been cheating on your wife. They're like, that has nothing to do with this podcast. <laughs> I feel like that would help me in some way. Josh, That's the next I question. I have you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. So a point if you get right, a point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So to Jackson. Okay. When Angus was in high school, he did his work experience in a real estate agent's. I went for two weeks, and after day two, he decided that every day he would steal a teaspoon, hoping he would get caught and then fired because he wanted them to think he was on heroin. Yeah or nah? You can ask him as okay. many questions as you want. So, first question, how long, how long were you there? A week? It's, uh, read, the, read out the statement again. How many? How long? <laughs> he was there for I two weeks listening. and after I'm day sorry. two. You're not fucking trap me. With <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, okay. Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks, 14 teaspoons. I wasn't there on the weekends. Okay, all right. No, fair, fair. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out if I can... If, if, if the amount of teaspoons... That's a lot of teaspoons. How many teaspoons are in, like, a, a regular, like... Office job. Kind yeah, of yeah. Is that too many teaspoons? I don't know. I think well, tef- I, teaspoons are what they have the most of, though. Yeah. That's true. Sure, but they're kind of... They're, they're often under 20. <laughs> if I was stealing that many bread knives every day, yeah. that would have been an easier way to get fired. Why, yeah. why... Yeah, that seems like such an odd way to try and get did you did you do anything else to try and get across the idea that you were on heroin or was it just the teaspoon I because kept like, shouting heroin like... out a lot I was like heroin <laughs> anyone have any taking these teaspoons specifically for yeah. heroin yeah was there anything else or just a teaspoon I was like trying to sleep a lot like act really drowsy <laughs> <laughs> like I had wear sunglasses and like sort of slump at the desk that they gave me to do, like, uh, filing at. Did anyone seem suspicious at all? Did anyone know? Did, was there ever a moment where you're like, somebody mentioned the missing teaspoons? They did mention it, but I don't think they ever connected it to heroin. Because okay. I'm not Cause sure. Because I was an idiot. I was 15. Yeah. I don't think teaspoons are single use. No. <laughs> like, I think, you can, I think yeah. maybe you can have more than one heroin out of a, yeah. a yeah. teaspoon. I mean, it's it's great that you didn't go, like, just stealing from your, your place of work surely is enough to get you fired, but you went the extra mile and made it about heroin. That's good. Oh, there's a sort of anti-glamour to it, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, was your, what, was your, what was your strategy for stealing the teaspoon? Like, what? Do you know walk what? me through it. It's actually very simple. I'm excited. You literally go into the kitchen and then you can open up the drawer at any point. Wait, wait, that's wait. not the kitchenette. You can go in there. And one of my big responsibilities was making tea. Oh, okay. so you're there anyway. Yeah, I'm already doing it. You're and then the, yeah, sure. I do that fucking little stir. Bad boy's just gone straight in the pocket. <laughs> Which the place pocket? that least suspected right there. Yeah. Right of pants? Yeah, right of the pants. Or you because yeah. like I know you wear a lot of like hoodies. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if that front pouch, that kangaroo pouch. Yeah. Well that would have been a better way to get fired, would be just come in my hoodie every day <laughs> and then refuse to take it off. I did wear this hoodie when I was fifteen too. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um just for the listener, Angus is wearing a hoodie. A I'm hoodie. wearing the hoodie. Yeah. And I'm a very violent criminal, so <laughs> I'll put it on when I'm about to do some violence later. Beware. What was the thinking behind taking a teaspoon a day as opposed to... We, we, was your idea to get them to think that every day you were doing heroin with that spoon and then... Like, well, because you know, like, I didn't... I, in retrospect, maybe it was a bad strategy because if they've got a heroin addict working there, that's quite cool (laughs) they can sell like a partner these guys have got like a heroin addict working for them plus man that's sick (laughs) plus don't you think like even a heroin addict would be a bit more considerate and like reuse the spoon to not get caught 
Yeah, and you maybe and so, so they'd be like, "Well, this guy's clearly not a heroin addict. He's a he's just a thief. Yeah, he's just a dirty, yeah. just stealing teaspoon. our teaspoons." Also, I feel like if I was a heroin addict, that's like that's a lot of motivation for me to help get sales. Yeah, yeah. 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 he's a really hard worker. Money. Yeah. Like a heroin addict is just like definitely a better employee than just a kid who hates it there. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Who's been forced by his school yeah. to be there yeah. and is not getting paid. Um, yeah, I just hate real estate agents and I'd seen the show Skins. Oh, okay. And uh, they used to, my high school people would, um, I don't know, break in seems like a very strong word for jumping a fence, <laughs> but would do a lot of heroin in the bushes and like leave needles around. So okay. I was like, people hate heroin, heroin users. Sure. That is, uh, uh, you know... That's what people think. And I thought, if I pretend to be one, I will get out of this. And there'll be no Two re- weeks at home. There'll be no repercussions yeah. <laughs> for successfully appearing to be a heroin. That'd be so funny if I went to like rehab. Yeah. And they're like telling me like, you've got to just admit it. That's the first step is to admit your problem. And I have to be anyway. What, one last question. What did you do with the teaspoons? So once you had them, where'd you put them? Did you keep them at home or did you just well, throw yeah, them in a bush that's or whatever? The, like, I couldn't just put them into my drawer. Like, yeah. Because my mum would got... be like, where are all of these <laughs> teaspoons? So but I guess it was kind of weird because it's kind of like a trophy. I don't know when you're a teenager and you're doing sort of yeah. wrong things. Instead of just logically just like throwing them in a bin or something, I kind of kept them in like a little box <laughs> under my under my bed where I had other things that I would keep. You know. Okay. Yeah. Cheap dildos and things like that. Yeah. yeah. And then one day I drove out into northeast Victoria and I <laughs> dropped that box out into a bush. What do you think, Jackson? It's just, it is the kind of insane plan that you would come up with at 15. You're a trooper for keeping on going until the last day. <laughs> Being like, maybe I'll get out of at least this last one. I'm going to go, yeah. I'm going to go, yeah. You are incorrect. It was all a lie. Point there for <laughs> Angus. Fuck. But it's something I wish I did do. Um, and uh, now I'm telling it at dinner parties, yeah, that story. That's, that's your it's story actually now. a very big part of my identity. Just like, I'll, like, I'll cut it out of the pod. You do. I'm like, you know, I've actually had a hard life. I was a fake heroin addict for two weeks. <laughs> Still got the spoons. Did you have work experience at school? No. Uh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I was a florist. And then I worked at a costume shop that had recently had a fire. And they made me... Um, clean all the ash off all of the clothes with some nasty chemical, and I fainted. <laughs> they wow. were not a good company. Was it that 24-hour one on Ligon Street that turned? Everyone's like, "That's definitely what? a drug den," and then it turned out it was a huge drug den. 24-hour costume shop. Oh, I mean, the flower shop. <laughs> Anyway, Did they burn oh, down but I, see, I see flowers. Do you feel like this is an arson? Like I don't know. Inside? Yeah, nobody knew actually. Like, from memory, like they the arsonists knew <laughs> exactly, but they wouldn't tell me why the fire had started. It was very, it was a very strange yeah. place to work. All right, so to Angus now, Alistair, as a child, had beautiful penmanship, and his year eight teacher paid him twenty dollars to write out her wedding invitations. He did it, and that's when he realised that not all teachers like each other because only one other teacher at the school was invited. I believe very strongly that Alistair has beautiful penmanship, yeah, and it's a secret that he <laughs> would refuse to share with you, though, so this story is a lie. No <laughs> questions. Um, what was the name of the teacher? Mrs. Alietta. Please tell the story like it's real. Do not pause or hesitate in any way. <laughs> it, was in, it, was in, it was still in Quebec. So it was in Quebec. So how yeah. old were you? Right. Well, I would have been 13, 14. When did you, how old were you when you moved to Australia? 13, 14. Oh. So it was that year. It yeah. was that year. So it was the first half of that year, which means that I would have been 13. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Were you close to the teacher apart from your beautiful penmanship? Uh, no, no, no. She had just overseen me drawing something. And I think she had just assumed that all my drawing was like that. All my writing was like that. Did you do a good job? Well, I was, I decided that I was getting into graphic design at the time, and uh, I was <laughs> by hand, and I was I was doing the Kellogg's logo. Yeah, and um, and I think she just assumed I was I had beautiful penmanship based yeah. on that. Did you? At was any her point... name with a K? Is that why you were doing the? K? She thought, oh, I like that red K on my. Why did you say assumed? <laughs> Didn't you have beautiful penmanship? Hey, well, no, it, like, well, my 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 writing wasn't that great. Outside of that, but it was getting, I, because I was mimicking the Kellogg's thing, oh, okay, yeah, and so sure. then that that's a beautiful cursive, yeah. And so I, I was capable of it if I really focused and copied it off something. But when it, when it came to actually doing the thing, uh, the only letters I could really do in that thing was K E L O and G and S. <laughs> Anything from the Kellogg's logo. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Were you ever tempted to do that like that cool S? You know, like with the, oh, the three, you the, do three yeah. lines oh, yeah, and join classic. them up, yeah, like the Stussy S. I was unbelievably tempted, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, there is an S in Kellogg's. Yeah. yeah, so from your own code, you cannot. I couldn't, yeah. yeah. And so then, if I wanted to do other letters, um, I often had to sort of base it off of the ones that were in the thing. Like a U would be sort of just essentially two sort of thinner E's next to each other, like that. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Did you at any point? Think about like how much power, like because you're sending out the wedding invitations, like you're writing them out. Like, mm. You can invite anyone now. Y- yeah, <laughs> but really, they just kind of got me to do design and and then sort of you know what the writing was in. I, I could have changed who was coming, but yeah, you could have invited like the other teachers. But you don't understand that at that, t- at that time, twenty dollars was a lot of money, and I I needed to you not mess to do this a up. Good job, sure. Yeah, okay. so you twenty know. Canadian too. Yeah, 20 Canadians. Is that so. the same as here? Pretty much the same it's, I think rate? it's a little bit more than Australia, but it's a lot less than US. What um, Were you invited to the wedding after working for it? You know what? I wasn't. That sucks. No, I was, it was, that was the greatest gift she could have given me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hmm. Just let me know, like, is it true or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> But like, if you if it is true, and you because if I win this point, I might get in front of you. So that'll be like a lot of relief. Absolutely, points no, no, wise. No, I would, trust me. I want you to get this. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. And it means a lot to me, to be honest with you. This story or me getting it? No, no, no. Just truth, <laughs> truthfulness. Truth is in so general. important to me. Yeah, I find that and this is not a good podcast. It spreads lies, and fo- I know it's for oh, fun, yeah, it's but disgusting. And that's one of the things I've been. You looking. asked me to be on it the first time. You said, "Can I be on?" Your I podcast? did, but only so that I could worm my way in and spread this important <laughs> and message. Taking it down from the inside. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I had to use lies, the thing I hate most, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in order to uncover the truth. Yeah. When a fan favorite turns on a podcast, <laughs> it's really the beginning of an end. Uh you well, you said it's true, and I, I've looked into your eyes. Yeah, I, I think they're deceitful. Yeah, 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 they are. But I want to believe you. 
I want that very much. Mm. It's and true. if it's not true, what's going to happen to this friendship that we've got? We here? are pretty good friends. Like mm. we get along. We get really on. Well. Yeah, we do. And we see each other at least every one, once every four months or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see you more, but you've got a child and you prioritize them. Um, so disappointing. You, so uh, you say it's true. I think it's true. Yeah, you are incorrect. He was lying to you. It's nah. Point there for ATP. <laughs> Yes! Your, your, your friendship means nothing to me. Oh, my yes. God. No. That's fine. No, no, no. Um, but no, you, you, but you're still very important to me. It's just... <laughs> I've heard this story before. <laughs> yes, of course, I was lying to you the whole time, yeah. but we're still friends. You know, yeah. We can still be friends. I don't oh, no, we're not friends. <laughs> you are very important to me. Uh, and I want you to... I want my son growing up knowing you. <laughs> I will be wandering off into a bush yeah. later tonight and I'll be digging my own fucking shallow grave. No, that'll be nice. And like, and you know what You know what they're going to say? Al said drove him to this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm willing to give you a yeah, lift. Yeah, you can give me a lift physically. <laughs> and help out, maybe just digging a bit. I'll get tired halfway through. Okay, so to out. Now, when Jack was in high school... Mm-hmm. He and his friends were inspired by Jackass and decided to try and secretly film something in the Scientology Centre. But when they got there, they were surprised by how normal and young the guy who was, guy was behind the desk, who didn't seem bothered at all by them being in there. Yeah or nah? Okay, so Jack, yeah, had you ever seen an episode of Jackass before? Uh, I'd seen a few. Yeah. I wasn't like as into it as my friends were. They yeah. were like crazy into it and it was kind of like, you know when you have friends in school and you like sort of just they're your only friends so it's like if they like something that you hate you sort of just have to pretend you like it for years totally totally. it's kind of that sort of thing yeah yeah. was was jackass going into things and pretending to like no No, they were just like hurting themselves so much (laughs) yeah Yeah. we like didn't want to do that but also didn't want to like be cowards either so it was like well we can sort of just cross it we liked like a lot of like politically stuff as well so we thought like filming so like we'll get a big scoop and like expose scientology through the wollongong branch which i'm sure is <laughs> where all the worst shit is going down sure yeah um and uh so how old were you again uh, i was in like year 11, year 11 so it was my last year in high school so whatever age you are then like year 11 was your last year in high school yeah yeah right i didn't know that about you yeah so you left before year 12 yeah i apologize that's right <laughs> um um, and so, what did you do right right when you came, left high school? Um, well, I did I did a short film course in Sydney. Yeah, really. Um, and then AEC or uh, it was called it was called Metro Screen. Metro Screen. Did you make a film? Uh, I made a few films. And when did yeah. you do your first comedy festival show? Because you were like seventeen, eighteen then, were you? Yeah, yeah. So I did comedy festival in the first one was like two thousand and nine, maybe. Yep. So it was in a couple of years before then, I guess. The and that's work out. And did you do any festival shows on any of the core tenets of Scientology? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Going Clear was based on one of my shows. Yeah. I saw. Um, I'm not. I don't know 100, percent but I saw some filmmakers in the crowd, and I. Uh, no, I didn't. I've never talked about Scientology on stage before. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. Now let's go. Let's go to the Scientology building itself. Yeah. Was it nice in there? It was, like, nice, but not... I think we pictured it was going to be, like, grand, like a temple sort of thing. It was Mm. nice in the way that, like, a dentist can be nice. Like, it's just clearly very clean and laid out well and just, like, yeah, just fine. And were you having a good time when you were in there? 
No, because I like it was. I didn't want to do it as much as everyone else did. They thought this is going to be like game changing, like weird, you know, sick underground mm. cool guys. And I was like, because I live like an hour on the train away from Wollongong, and so the main thing we would do is we'd go to the games workshop and do like Warhammer stuff. Sure. And I was mostly in it for the Warhammer, and then this was like this one little kind of side mission. So I was feeling pretty uncomfortable and unhappy in the Scientology sure. building. I mean, all these emotions I can really picture coming out of you. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say that it is true. You are incorrect. It's all a lie. Point that to Jack. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, the God, ice dude. cold. I'm like a shark. You <laughs> are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing. Yeah, there. There's no awesome. feelings there. I peppered it with true details, though. And you also got confused and thought the question was about me leaving school and asked a lot of questions <laughs> no, about it. No, no. I was just like genuine yeah, curiosity. Yeah. I was just willingly like going like, look, yeah. let's take this, make this about Jack <laughs> yeah, not yeah. finishing his HSC. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Do you think you'll go back and finish year 12? <laughs> when I build up the courage, I'll go back and... <laughs> Still into Warhammer? I want to get back into it. I only don't do it because I have moved around a lot and I don't want to be dragging around a bunch of, um, you know, riders of Rohan with me everywhere. But you still have to, like, carry a bed and stuff like that from house to house and that seems like a huge burden. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, but it's... I'm going to do the Warhammer, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so to Jack, when Jackson was a child, he told his mum all about a past life he once lived. Then many years later, he went to a psychic who, unprompted, told Jackson all about this exact life. Whoa. <laughs> oh, oh, funny that was... Man. Whoa! True. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> um, okay, so what I'd like, to, I'd like to know a bit about this past life. So, uh, I, I was like four, maybe. I was very young. We were crossing this bridge over a lake, and I pointed, and I was like, oh, that's the lake where I died in a past life. And my mom was like, what? And so she pulled over the car, she was like, what happened? You I was scared like, some people fucking by the lake. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, uh, in my past life, we were very rich and we lived, we had a big house uh, and I was by the lake with Nanny. Uh, Mum was like, oh, was I there? And I was like, no, it was just me and Nanny. But Nanny wasn't paying attention. She was reading magazines and I fell in the lake and there were things and things and things. Then I died. Then Daddy found me, picked me up and was angry at Mummy. And then they broke up or whatever. And I think that's all I told her. I feel... Okay, so you said at one point there were things and things well, and things. Well, because here's that, the thing. Then I know I, Then I go to the psychic and the psychic describes me being very wealthy, living in a like a kind of like big mansion somewhere in uh, not... I think it was somewhere like like South America or something like that. Hmm. Like, a, like I forget where. And I felt I was being looked after by a nanny. I fell in the water in the lake and I got tangled in vines and that's why I couldn't get up, which presumably were the things and things and things Mm. that I was describing as a child. Okay, so things and things and things was how a child speaks. Yeah, 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 yeah. because I was four. That's why I said mommy and daddy. Yeah, yeah. awesome to assume that that's still (laughs) how I refer to my parents. But no, I I was being four-year-old Jackson. Okay, I understand. Yeah. Um, And so when you... where The lake that you said, that's the lake I died in, you're... The lake you died in was, in fact, in South America. Well, so yeah, I think Child lake. Jackson was still a child and was like, that's kind of yeah. like the lake I died in, but I just assumed as a mm. baby that's that's the one where I had died in. I don't know. I was still four. I was right. remembering my past life, but still dumb as shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so you also... You said that, like, your parents were angry because... Well, I think what? the idea was that my mom, because she'd been in the mansion 
not looking after me and like my dad mm. past life dad was angry that mom wasn't looking after past mm. life may I, they were furious at each other which somehow i knew mm. after i died that's what i was getting at that i don't like know a... that's baby jackson i, I can't explain yeah. his um, his beliefs if this is true and you are looking for a cold case podcast in the future <laughs> your own past life child death would be i would listen to that 100 percent. not a bad idea to look into um, may psychic. i interject for Please. one moment yeah go uh jackson did you do year 12 Yes, <laughs> yes, I did do year 12. Okay, great. I got a terrible, Wait. terrible Anto score, though. Oh, atrocious. Did you, did you do year 11? <laughs> Skipped year 11. Yeah. Straight to year 12. No, I, I did year 11 as no well. No further questions. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I guess the the one thing that still sits in the, Like, you saw a psychic. What was well, the, that, I, that I don't was, know you very well. But that what wasn't was, like... I'm not in the habit of seeing psychics, yeah. but my mom is. My mom very much believes in all that, so I was out with her and we kind of did it together because she was like, oh, I want to go visit the psychic. Mm. She was also, because I told her that story as a kid, always scared when I was growing up that I was going to die. That was something she was just terrified yeah. of because, which to me is crazy because just because past life Jackson mm. dies doesn't mean present life Jackson will. But And most moms don't care if the kid dies. <laughs> <laughs> most moms are like, ah, oh, what? Yeah. Easy come, easy go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she was always like, ah, oh, man, he's going to die or whatever. So... Uh, she visited the psychic, I think, under the idea, like, oh, I'll go see a psychic and I'll find out. She wanted to ask about the past life thing. I didn't, I don't know. Okay. It was like, whatever. Um, so I did it with her. It's, you, I, I have one final question. Please. What did the psychic tell your mom? The same thing, that story. She, oh, and that I wouldn't die. She, the psychic also said that the reason my mom, my dad, and me were in this life is because we had unresolved business in our past life. But that's funny because I have a brother, but he's just not included. Yeah, in that. yeah. he's a new he's addition like an to the game, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, how old were you when you went to the psychic? Uh, I would have been quite young still, like not four or five, but maybe like twelve, something like that. Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna go nah. You're gonna go nah. Gonna go it nah. was yeah. Ah, True man. story that's there right. from Jackson. No, my past life. How fucking Boom. stone cold would you have been if you were just asking him questions yeah. about something yeah. that you wrote? <laughs> and how old were you when you... I do yeah. that sometimes. Yeah. I, I sometimes help out people yeah. with their lies. But I want to know, like... Because I always think go to psychics to know about the future. Yeah. It's, it was mm. very weird to go and, and learn about the past, but... You know, yeah, uh, crazy, crazy yeah. stuff. I've actually never been back to the lake. I should go to see if, man, lakes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, wait, it was a river. Never mind. All right, at the end of that round, of it was a are... river. I'm not accepting this yeah. result. I'm gonna... <laughs> that was absolutely a lie, and I was correct in identifying that. And in the round, of scores are Jackson on three points, Angus on four points, Jack on four points. In the lead, still on six points, it's Alistair Trombley Birchall. Oh. Hey guys, just stopping the podcast there while they do a little bonus bit. Uh, also, to, to, just to remind you one more time, and I'll do this a lot because guess what? I need to sell some tickets to Josh Earl Talks. This is my brand new comedy festival show. If you're in Melbourne, I'm doing a trial of it. This, uh, If you listen to this the week it comes out, I'm doing a trial of it uh, for 10 bucks at the Imperial Hotel Tuesday the 19th. That is just a trial though won't be the full show it'll be 45 minutes of the show it'll still be as best as i can do it the imperial at seven o'clock along with hunter smith who's the head writer of the project and also jess mcguire who's been on the show a few times she's doing a first ever stand-up spot so come and come and see that that'd be fun so that is happening tuesday the 19th of feb at the imperial in the city top of burke street there so 
but what I'm trialing is Josh L Talks. So Josh L Talks is uh, my brand new show. Uh, so I took a year off last year. The year before that, I did a show with Daniel Tobias, which was just music and sketches. So this is the first proper stand-up show I've done since 2016. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I'm, lo- I'm loving doing it. I'm loving trialling it in places. So some of you may have seen some bits, but there are uh, a chunk of it which I haven't done anywhere. Uh, so if you're interested in coming to see it, and I would love it if you did, Tickets are at the Comedy Festival website, comedyfestival.com.au, or I've got a link straight to my page at joshearl.com.au slash gigs, joshearl.com.au slash gigs. I would love it if people who listen to the podcast every week come down and, uh, yeah, allow me to do a show for you. Anyway, back to these guys who are being very, very funny. This is our final round. Still anyone's game. This round is called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out 10 questions about you guys. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. Your names are your buzzers. Can't buzz in for ones about yourself. Here we go. Question one. Who here was nearly killed in New Zealand by gang members? Jack. Yes, Jack. Angus Gordon. You are correct. Yes, point there for Jack. Yep. How come they nearly killed you? It wasn't in New Zealand. Ah. Oh. That's not what I sent you. You said, oh, you said New Zealand gang members. Yeah. Well, they claim to be. Let's let's. They claim to be New Zealand gang members. This I was um, dressed as a lifeguard, so I'm obviously a red rag to a bull. They were yeah. Crips, sure, yeah. and they saw that little red. <laughs> <laughs> lifeguards and Crips go way back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're, anyway, we were film, I was filming a thing, and uh, they were like harassing us for ages, like calling yeah. us bitches and pussies, and giving us like the finger, like. Like this one? As, as this you're one? doing, yeah. I'm only telling the story to do this. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and then they walked past like, what are you looking at? Because I was looking at them because yeah. of the commotion they were mm, causing. Yeah, fair. And then I said, you, because you're trying to intimidate us. And they that, that that actually was enough to, they picked me up and like were grabbing me by the shirt. And oh, like, man. We were on a cliff as well. And they're like, I'm going to fucking push you off this cliff. And started pushing me backwards off the edge of the cliff. And it was a big standoff when I was pushing back. And like the crew was like trying to help me and, not get me murdered and eventually like it calmed down because we threatened to call the police that that that, and you know they left and then uh yeah um there wasn't a race riot because this (laughs) lifesaver (laughs) (laughs) well they near the ocean because it's blue and they just went that's that's their territory blue i should have known that when i was wearing red near the ocean but there, there was one of their friends was with them and he was sort of standing not like helping out with the assault on me and one of the crew was talking to him and he was like can you stop these guys and he was like no (laughs) they have drunk like a bottle of whiskey it was like 11 in the morning yeah they've drunk a bottle of whiskey and uh yeah they love fighting so this is gonna happen is this why now you learn mixed martial arts this i already had started but Mm. um that's probably what thought made me think thought, I can look at them now. Yeah. Yeah. Before before I thought I could fight, I would have just avoided the situation. But then when I was like, oh, I can look at whatever I want now. <laughs> I have heard the story from someone else who was there who paints Angus as much more of an agitator than he just did. <laughs> <laughs> that is not... Uh, an agitator, I'm standing up for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's our beach. We're pretending oh to be <laughs> Oh my god! Just one last thing on <laughs> on the Crips. I do find blue is such a soft color for a gang. Yeah, I always yeah. love that. Yeah. Like red, yeah, red's kind of hot, fiery. Once Go the black. Crips listen to this, they're gonna fucking I know. get you. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, yeah, Crips have people who listen to every podcast yeah. to see. Anyone saying shit about us today? <laughs> Question two. Who's best friend in primary school once wrote a letter to a kid in prep to tell him Santa wasn't real? Alistair. Yes, Alistair. Jackson. Yes, you are correct. Oh, what there for a great Al. guess. Yeah. I, he actually told him that Santa was dead. Oh. <laughs> Which is even... It was a, a buddy. Um, you, do you ever have buddies? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Like, so when you're in year six, you yeah, have you a have little like your, prep. You're like a, a prep one. kid yeah. is your buddy. And yeah, he, he had a buddy, just him. And it was Christmas and everyone was sending their buddies letters. And his was just like, Merry Christmas, Santa has died. And that's what the kid got. Oh, that's not as bad as saying Santa's not real. I think, I think it's, it's worse. way mm. worse. Did, no. Because that kid's mourning Because you can just go home to mum and they say, oh, he said Santa's dead. And Santa's not dead. Trust me, you'll get presents. This guy's like the Nietzsche of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Bold move. Okay, question three. Who here used to like hanging out with kids who shoplifted because he could benefit from crimes without doing any of the stealing? Angus. Yes, Angus. ATB. You are correct, yes. He's got the look of a hanger-on. Yeah. yeah. I absolutely am. I'm, not, I'm no agitator, that's yeah. for sure. I don't go in there and try to start a fight with the shopkeep. They kept you around for your beautiful penmanship to write the ransom notes. Absolutely. Okay, next question. Who last year passed out at exactly the same time as their father? Angus. Yes, Angus. Jack. Yes, you are correct. Yes, another point there for Angus. Wait, you wait. I thought I thought you said passed I was strangling away. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused. Yeah, passed out. you passed out at the same time as your dad. Yeah, well, I, me and my dad did like a big hike together last year, and uh, getting laughs already. <laughs> the very idea. I of think that. I'm just. I'm just picturing a double faint. It was wild. Yeah, because we went to. Um, we got to like. We were just walking in the hot all day, and we kind of thought we were getting to this town way sooner than we were, so we only brought, like, a little bit of water, and we're like, ah, I'll be fine. And then it sort of was fine, like, we were pretty dehydrated and stuff, but we got to the town, and I'm like, well, we're here anyway, So we, and there's, like, a cafe you can sit in, and, and it was just, like, the hottest place, and it was just, like, rush hour there, and so they didn't, they just didn't serve us, like, they sat us down in this, like, really hot place, but they just didn't serve us, and we were, like, waiting for a while, and I've... Like, only passed out a few times, but I got that, like, weird, like, pins and needles in my whole body kind of thing, and I just felt it coming, and I just was like, Dad, I, I, I don't know, I'm going to pass out. And he was like, oh, my God, where are you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm passing out. And then the next thing, I, like, woke up on the floor, and I was, like, clearly had passed out, and there were people all around me and stuff. And then um, they, like, giving me water and stuff, and then my dad, like, was, like, trying to talk to me, like, how are you feeling? And then there's a brief pause, and he's like... I'm also gonna pass out. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, okay. And then he just did pass out. And then I was like, I'm in so unequipped to help here. <laughs> and yeah. And it was uh, the person who owned the cafe kept having to explain that we hadn't eaten anything yet. Because that was like two people passing out at the same time, at the same table. It's like, they're not, this isn't a food poisoning thing. Admittedly, they probably wouldn't have passed out if I just brought them some water like you meant to. But. Uh, are you um, doing that as a ploy now to get service immediately? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just passing out right at the door. Okay, next question. Who at six years old was slammed into a fence by a wild pig called Boy? Uh, Jack? Yes, Jack. Uh, Angus? No, it was Jackson there. Uh, Point off, Jack. That pig got killed eventually. People shot it in the head. It l- worked. <laughs> it worked. Were you covered in pig food? Like, looking at it? It was a pig in. I used to live in the Northern Territory for about two years in a little indigenous community called Umbladowich, and they had this 
pig that belonged to no one but himself and he roamed the community and <laughs> destroyed bins and i was very young and i saw the pig and i was like can i pat it and my mom was like go ahead and he just slammed me into a big wall and, and she was bruised. worried about you dying oh, yeah. Yeah. Was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. touch the pig um you can't like- drown in a pig <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but eventually that pig became such a problem that they shot it in the head right uh, yeah man uh, next question who here owns a clarinet Angus. Yes, Angus. I want to say Alistair Tremblay Birch. No, it's Jack Drewster's. Did I give you that information? No, I found it on Facebook that you keep moving house. But I lie a lot on the internet. Oh, do you really? But I I want you to know that I have access to a clarinet at my house, but it doesn't belong to me. (gasps) Who does it belong to? It's Indiana's. And we keep really strict possession of our things. (laughs) 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 Whose is the child? Uh, Who's your baby belong to? Well, we gave it her last name. Yeah. So, smartly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who made it onto a competitive karate team until they asked them to spar with a girl that was too tough for them and they cried? Uh, Jackson. Jackson. I heard uh, Jackson first. Angus? No, it was ATB. Point yep, Jackson there. it was the guy kicking your asses. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, look, I, yeah, I got. I was really good friends with a guy who was a very good competitive karate player, and karate guy. Karate player. <laughs> karate player. <laughs> I mean, I had only just really felt like I just learned the chop, mm. and uh, we. Anyway, no, I, I, but I was doing karate with this thing, and then mm. at some point they were like, you know, they they approached me and they bro- bro- they went, "Would you like to join the competitive team of this, you know, dojo?" And I went, "Oh my god, I've never thought of anything greater." And then I had to go to this extra special training. And then at one point they asked me to fight this girl who was, so I mean, she's probably only two years older than me, but she was like, she was very good at karate. And I, went, I, I don't think I could do that. Like at first I was just, you know, that was just kind of natural. And they're like, why? And then as I had to try to start having to explain it, I went, uh, well, just because, um, excuse me. <laughs> um, you know, in front of all the professional karate yeah. people. And then uh, they didn't ask me back. <laughs> Question eight. Who goes to sleep every night imagining a surgeon removing their brain and throwing it into a bin? Alistair. Yes, Alistair. Is it Jackson? No, it's Angus. Oh. Angus does that. You imagine that every night? Yeah. You're never more asleep than when your brain is in a surgical waste bin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's true. Do you sleep well? I sleep very well. I'm going to Once I've this. imagined that. Yeah. Do you mean because you're, you're so dead and there's no ceremony about it? He, he very carefully gets the scalpel and goes all the way around my skull. Yeah. Then he... I don't think this is true, but he like sort of screws just like a little bit of a there's like a pop yep. and the skull comes out. <laughs> bit of finesse. Yeah, a little like that. Like he's it's a it's a seasoned hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then scoops in around the brain with this like I'm removing. And then I also like to imagine I didn't mention to you, like the he takes out the whole spinal column in one thing like it's a shrimp. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then that goes into then there's a slop. It's like it's very mm-hmm. undignified when it goes into the waist. Yeah. But then once I feel like I'm I'm just dead waste. Of course, I have yeah. to go to sleep. I can't stay up worrying anymore. Um, sure, because I'm just going to be incinerated. Mm. So. May, may I ask, when he takes the brain actually out of the sort of the dish of the skull, does yeah. it go? There, there isn't okay. like a, but there, there is a little bit of a moist sound. Mm. But it's not quite. You, you're, you sound like a seal being unbroken. Well, yeah, because yeah. it would be like you know, it fit no, real yeah. nice and like tight. A, but right? that's already sort of the pressure's already come off when the the skull itself is removed. Yeah, right. So, I still just think you know there'd be like a because there's a, a lot of fluid in there. Yeah. It's a lot of you know it's it's probably got a little little air bubble underneath. It's just kind of just waiting to pop just, up. Yeah. Well, maybe that's going to be incorporated into the new routine. Yeah, don't. Yeah. yeah. This is his routine. Because th- is it overarm or underarm? Is it like a? Uh, 
or is it like a it's underarm yeah it's mm. not basketball he doesn't like three point because <laughs> <laughs> you remember there's also the spinal column oh that's yeah, true yeah. swing it around it, oh, like a discus when I was doing my theatre degree every morning we'd do what they called skills class or it was like a warm up thing and they'd quite often get us all lying on the floor and tensing every part, every muscle, or our feet first, then release, our legs, then release, and go all the way through. And it sounds like a similar thing. It sounds like you're just removing the mm. tension. Yeah. And then you can relax into your... It's good. If I was right. a different kind of comedian, be like, oh, I used to do acting, and every day they had skills classes in the morning. You know, we'd learn how to be a barista <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sounds like that's exactly the comedian yeah. you are. <laughs> I am, but I don't hide very... behind this irony. Mm. Of if I was yeah. this, you, you thought it. I'm a it? very thin veil of irony. It's very important <laughs> to me, or else I will get a surgeon to remove my brain. <laughs> um, in, at nighttime, I have this trick where to go to sleep, I just close my eyes and then I just wait for a bit, and then it just <laughs> happens anyway. Stop showing off, you fucking cunt. Yeah, <laughs> I was in the lead earlier. Yeah. I do this thing where we take melatonin. It's really good. Well, I never heard even. Know I what do this that, thing that at the moment where, like, I lie there for like hours and get really like stressed and upset that right. i'm not asleep yet and then the next day i feel horrible yeah. been doing it for a while it was pretty good you've made me realize that sometimes when i'm going to sleep i imagine it's similar it's not all the time but it's a occasional thing i imagine like a tank riding over my skull and it's the same it's the same like there's the pressure and then my skull kind of cracks open and my brain does come out it's kind of similar it's the same yeah, same thing. Same kind of idea. It's not not Pop all and the time. Do you want to do a podcast where we investigate how many people go to sleep imagining their <laughs> brain, brain being removed? <laughs> it's a satisfying idea. Next question: Who once had a teacher instead of letting them prepare for exams, made them all do calisthenics? Alistair. Yes, Alistair. Jackson. You are correct. Oh. Yes, it was Jackson. Yeah, she was a sub, and and we all it was a like a theatre class and we had exams we had to all practice our solos or whatever and she's like no and for two hours we did calisthenics instead she she said like her authority on why we should do that instead of exams is that she was in community theater and that's what they did there we all hated her <laughs> and our final question for the game who here only follows one thing on facebook Angus. Oh. Yes, Angus. Jack. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Angus. Yes, what's that thing? Uh, it's a fan page for the band The Mountain Goats. That's oh. a lot of Mountain Goats memes. I was uh, I wanted to just unfollow everything on Facebook, and I got to that one, and I realized it makes me laugh quite a lot. It'd be good to... But now every time I like... Like there's a new person who adds me as a friend or whatever, or there's an ad or something... I'm so used to the mountain goats being my whole thing that like it'll just be like I'm now just there'll be an ad for something it'll be like it's KFC and I'm like what mountain goat song is this I don't get the meme it was because you're in MMA fighting you like UFC uh, stuff yeah do you like wrestling as well uh, no so you didn't like his wrestling album no I like I like um, mountain goats albums about wrestling yeah just not wrestling itself okay. I'm looking forward to uh, enjoying their Dungeons and Dragons album that's coming out soon that oh. uh, I also know nothing about Dungeons and Dragons. Great. There's a dice. That's all I know. Yeah. Okay, at the end of the game, the scores are Jackson Bailey on two points. Oh. Oh. Jack Druce on four points. But it came right down to the wire. Yeah. Angus Gordon on six points. But our winner on seven points is Alistair Trombley Virtual. Oh, my God. Congratulations. This is a real turning point for my life. I'm not a winner. It all, you, no. This all came because of the lie you told Angus. Mm -hmm. 
If he got that one right, the scores would have been reversed. Hey, thank you so much for trusting me. <laughs> yeah, this is a real sliding doors moment for me. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm a real cynical operator, yeah. and I look at the news differently, and I think this is fake. What else is the liberal media lying to me about if it's member Alistair tremblay Birchall could lie about his calligraphy skills? Yeah. Maybe Hillary could be lying as well. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know what you've brought upon the world, but it hasn't been a positive change. You're going to be like a like a bitter old cynical man, like looking back on your life. Things would have been different if I won that podcast. <laughs> yeah. If I hadn't been on that filthy line podcast. <laughs> because you win out, you get to plug whatever you want to plug. You've got oh my two God. podcasts. Well, I got my new podcast, my guided meditation podcast that I just released called Shusher Guided Meditations, and it's a. Uh, We'll call it a comedy guided meditation podcast because it's, it's a, that's what it is. And uh, please go and check that out. I would love, I love downloads and it's genuinely relaxing. I know you shouldn't get high off your own stash, but I tried it myself and it calmed me down one time. And uh, then you can also, uh, you can also listen to Two in the Think Tank, which is my other podcast. And uh, that's me and Andy coming up with sketch ideas. And it's pretty good. Are you doing any shows in the Comedy Festival coming We up? are doing a, a show at Comedy Festival called Magma. And it's a uh, fake engineering presentation. And it's going to be a bit crazier than it sounds. Cool. Angus, where can people find you? Um, I've got a podcast coming out soon. It'll be coming out this month. It's called um, George Orwell's Content Farm. It's where me and the comedian Rohan Ganju come up with content idea for the internet to become famous so Great. that I don't have to do these kind of podcasts anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I'm putting on a gig at the Alba Park Deli on um, Sunday, the 24th of February. Please come down. We have great comedians. Jack Druce has done it in the past, and uh, he didn't enjoy himself. <laughs> That's on him. <laughs> That was my fault, though. I didn't didn't put my all into it, and we've all had that experience with gigs. And I could have, I could imagine it going really well in a different context. <laughs> Thank you, Jack, for your honesty. Yeah. Jackson, where can people find you? Uh, just head to sandspansradio.com. Uh, I mean, uh, just way too many podcasts, but they're all listed there. If, if you like anything, I'm sure we'll do a podcast on it. And if we're not doing one now, we'll do one eventually. Because it seems like we just frankly can't stop. And you're doing a live show in the Melbourne yes, Comedy Festival? Yes, at this Comedy Festival I'm doing a, uh, what I've been describing as a hideous game show uh, called Big Deal with the intent of upsetting the audience. And the fact that we're not allowed liquids has hampered it unimaginably. It's incredible <laughs> how hard it is to make something unpleasant when there's no liquid involved. But we've managed. Have you watched my comedy? It's very <laughs> easy. <laughs> and Jeff Drews? Uh, I what should I plug I, I'm not doing a show at the comedy festival this year I'm taking a year off but the best thing for me to plug is I do a I do like a newsletter which is like a, I guess it's just like a blog but it gets emailed to you instead and it's kind of like it's a lot of comedy stuff but also I just try and try and do good writing and write about stuff that's interesting and People, people seem to like it a lot so that would be my plug You can the link to it is on my Twitter and you also have a stand up album online as well uh will be quite soon okay. actually yeah yeah i'll go up soon sweet also if you're listening to this in brisbane i'm coming up march 16 to do a show at Haya bar so with uh becky lucas mel buttle cam james and guy montgomery so go to joshell.com.au slash gigs also all the comedy festival stuff which you've already heard about in the show hey thanks for playing thank you so much cheers bye podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) 
We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 